Great to have your company on Racing Pulse, and it's great to have the company of Lizzie Jolf, as we will each and every Tuesday throughout the autumn carnival and the festival of racing after a huge weekend to look back on and also look forward to. How are you, Lizzie? Very well, Michael. Yeah, it was a big weekend of racing, and um, yeah, there's a bit of a changing of the guard happening. Well, I'll ask you the toughest question first up. Will Nature Strip win another Group 1? <laughs> um, oh, well, after his first up run, you'd probably say it's tough for him to bounce back, but uh, I will leave that to Chris Waller and see how... If he runs him again, I think that will, will be your telling sign whether mm. he's you know, up to it or not anymore. But it certainly wasn't the Nature Strip that we all know. No, it certainly wasn't. And look, you've worked with horses very, very closely uh, in some of the biggest stables as well. When a horse gets to the age that Nature Strip is at and doesn't perform at its peak, is it is it almost impossible to get them to come back, or or, or how do you deal with it? Well, I think you've also got to remember that Nature Strip's not. You know, he's not the most consistent horse first up, is he? I mean, that was well below par, but it's all about how he pulls up and if they have, you know, I, clearly there's nothing wrong with him because that would have been something reported in the media, but he's, it is hard to get them back if they don't want to race anymore if they're tired, but it's also, Chris is just, he's a, he's very good. There's one thing about Chris, he is very good at knowing his horses and how he would never go one run too many with, especially a horse like Nature Strip, he deserves to go out on, on um, you know, just knowing him as the champion that he is. And I think one more run, if everything's fine at home, one more run just to see where he's at. And if he's disappointing like he was on Saturday, then I would suggest that they will be pulling the pin on his career. Yeah. Um, if there's one horse out of the lightning that you want to take to the new market, is it I Wish I Win? Oh, I think everyone would be saying that, wouldn't they? I mean, that was just... We all knew how good he was. Um, but I, you were at the same function I was at when I was listening uh, to Catherine Coleman and her confidence, the way that they were talking about I Wish I Win over those sprint distances. And to see him return and back up their confidence and to go on to a new market with that extra distance in mind, he's got to be the horse that is on everyone's lips. It's a phenomenal training performance for Peter Moody because you would imagine that after winning a Golden Eagle, you'd be looking at those more 1,400 to 1,600 metre distant ranges. But he said straight away after the autumn that I think I've got a new market horse here and there's no doubt the long-term goal would be an Everest. And how well suited do you think he'd be in an Everest uh, at that high speed, especially uh, up the testing Randwick straight? He'd be very, yeah, he's definitely a, an Everest contender, especially if he backs up his first up run with an equally as good second up run in the new market. And also the the thing about him is that I know his breeding wouldn't suggest that he's a sprinting type, but physically when you look at him, he is, he's quite, he's quite compact and neat and he's got a lot of strength. So it's not, it's not unbelievable to know that he can sprint well. And the turn of foot that he had in a golden eagle also was, you know, I've, I almost thought the race was won by Fangle at one point, but he just zoomed, you know, into contention and he was brilliant. So I think if you've got a trainer like Peter who keeps a horse like him, who's got a terrific turn of foot to sprinting, it should all play out as, as he expects. But, yeah, it's it's interesting to see a horse, you know, by Savabeel as, uh, 
you know, I'm imagining he's going to be the favourite for the new market. And, um, yeah, <laughs> you never know. They all come in all shapes and sizes, don't they? Just on him, because you've seen him in the flesh, Mark Shittick's going to join Matt Stewart on the on the verdict, or the big V, a little later. Um, with that leg issue that he had as a, as a young horse, is that still noticeable in any of his action or the way he walks now? No, no, not at all. Uh, when I first saw the photo, I was quite shocked to see him walk as nicely as he does at the races. It's quite remarkable to see how they've naturally been able to support him and and work with his ailment and get him, you know, and it's, it's I don't believe he had a huge amount of corrective. Uh, I don't even know if he actually had corrective surgery, but he certainly doesn't walk like a horse that as a foal had a leg that was looking the other way. It's incredible, isn't it? Uh, what do you make of the Hobartville in Sydney on Saturday? Are you forgiving after Cabin after that difficult run? Yes, I think you've got to. He he just it was a really really hot day as well. We had such warm conditions. It was got to about thirty eight degrees at Rose Hill, so it was incredibly hot. And he ha- didn't have a great deal of luck, as we know. He was sat wide. Then Tim had to elect to go forward because he was in the sit three or four deep the entire race. So he went forward. And it just gassed him in the end. And the other horses who were getting a nice run in behind, like Ossie Penko and Matilate, they were the horses that finished off the strongest. So you've definitely got to forgive him, but he's probably he's lost a bit of his gloss, hasn't he? Because really, really good horses overcome those types of conditions. But it was, as I said, so hot. And I would suggest that a lot of horses, if they put up a bad performance on Saturday, you would have an excuse to forgive them. Would you rather be with him or Ossie Penko heading towards the Guineas? Um, I'd be happy to stay with Cabin. Mm. Have you had a bit of a look at the, the Blue Diamond this Saturday? It's going to be a phenomenal race day. A deep diamond, a different type of diamond on the Sandown circuit this year. And it's one of the most open diamonds we've had. Yep, it's a great race, isn't it? And there's lots of, um, yeah, there's lots of ways you can go. I don't think Barbara has done anything wrong at all. I thought his run was excellent last time. I mean, he's unbeaten, and I've I've seen him quite a few times. Uh, Jamie rode him with such confidence last start. So he's the sort of horse that I'm most interesting, interested to see. But, uh, yeah, it's a very open race. Great course to be. I mean, Caulfield's a great course as well, but it's a great track to be running a diamond on because I feel like it gives everyone their chance to. If they've got a good turn of foot, and they, they definitely won't hang around. And you'll be seeing the, the horse that's strongest over the 1,200 metres as a two-year-old winning that race. And the Oakley Plate's going to be just as wide open as well. And talking to Mike Moreno this morning, it appears that Rock and Horse uh, may well head to the Oakley Plate on the way to a new market now. Yes, that's right. So uh, there was just a slight setback with Rock and Horse, and I was reading, just sort of reading in, be- in between the lines. It doesn't sound as though it was, you know, too severe with a bit of an infection there in the in the leg, and that can clean up really quickly. So I wouldn't be worried if you are a keen rock and horse fan after not seeing her first up. Um, I'd be pretty happy to see her go around in an Oakley plate. Obviously, she's going to lump a big weight, but she's a class mare and she's got a, a terrific turn of foot and she's clearly just had that little setback, which doesn't sound too detrimental to her preparation. Any danger animo on Saturday? Uh, no, I don't think so. He looks hard to beat again. He's come back. I wouldn't say he's come back better. I'd say he's probably just come back more mature and more mentally mature, which is 
another way of saying they are probably better and equipped to handle more pressurised situations. But he just impressed in the yard. He impressed when he stepped out on track. And I can't see any of those horses uh, turning the tables on, on him at this stage in his preparation. And has there been any further news re-Zaki after that below-par performance in the trial? No, I've... Um, yeah, no, there's been no news. I met, asked Annabelle and she just sort of, you know, said he's fine at home. He was normal before the trial. He was normal, you know, he was his normal bouncy self after the trial. And, yeah, I, there's no sort of no sort of rhyme or reason why he didn't sort of trial with as much, you know, turn of foot and gusto like he usually does. Um, obviously, being his trainer, you would be, you know, Annabelle's probably going to be a little bit worried about it, but you can... Only with older horses, they, you know, they they just change their minds. Like with young horses, you know, one minute they're there, one minute it's actually like with any horse. In fact, um, they just one minute they're there, one minute they're not. So, as long as he's doing everything leading into his first up run, as far as at home, eating well, working well, and recovering well, then all you can do is run them and see what they're like under race pressure. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Hey, uh, Lizzie, we're looking forward to another huge Group 1 weekend of racing and we'll get your thoughts on it next Tuesday. Enjoy the week. Thank you. Have a great week.